Hate speech and platform regulation, a workshop series by the ITM Münster. Okay, first of all, uh, thanks uh, for the chance to give me a time for make my presentation. Actually, I started is uh, try to get a law professor to write this article, but they say 15 days are not enough, so I have to do it by myself, and then they help me to correct it. Okay, uh, in this article, first of all, I have to say something about the geopolitics. I think Taiwan is very critical in the ICT manufacturing. I think most of the people might be know her about is a semiconductor, particularly TSMC. So if you look at the advanced uh, semiconductor chips, uh, the TSMC actually almost occupy 80% of the chip around the world. So this is uh, critical for the geopolitical. The second is uh, very interesting is uh, Taiwan investment in China for the last 30 years. You can see that is, uh, in the early day, we have a um, uh, kind of the banned relationship with China, but we eventually open up the border and uh, allow the people traveling to China. Then in the 2010 and 2013, you can see the investments are so huge, you know, almost uh, more than you know, um, 14 billion US dollars per year to China. And now it's uh, coming down to about 4 billion investment in China. And this uh, this chart is uh, critical and important. Is uh, we are talking about the fake news or disinformation. I think really important is not the law or regulation. Even you have a law and regulation, if the people uh, identity is not changed. If you look at that, in the very early day in the 1992, almost a uh, 25% of the people in Taiwan, they claim they actually is uh, Chinese. And very few of the people claim they are Taiwanese. So you can see, and eventually in the 2020, there's a 64% of the Taiwanese identify themselves as uh, I am a Taiwanese. And I'm a China, I'm a Chinese, so it's uh, down to only 2.6%. So this is a very strong identity and make the Taiwan can fight with uh, disinformation. I think this is much more important than the regulation itself. Okay, and now we go into this uh, topic about uh, platform regulation. I think uh, first of all, I, before we talking about the platform regulation, I think we have to understand the uh, telecommunication regulation regarding foreign investment in Taiwan. Uh, basically in Taiwan, the telecommunication require, uh, if you want to run the chairperson of the telecommunication company in Taiwan, you have to be a Taiwan citizen. That's mean the foreigner, you cannot be the telecommunication company chairman. And then you know, the institutional individual, you are bought for the owning own uh, more than 49%. That's mean 
that Taiwan should be have a majority of the share. And the Telecommunication Act and including the Telecommunication Management Act is a, is a, all have a similar requirement. In addition to the company structure, at the same time, is a Taiwan government have a requirement for loads of the core equipment, uh, network equipment, they are not allowed the China manufacture network equipment. In telecommunication, in ISP internet, uh, the network. So this is uh, under the telecommunication regulation already. So when the 4G was the first institution operate, operator actually tried to uh, using the Huawei products, but it's uh, rejected by the Taiwan Network Communication Commission, NCC. In 5G, you can see that the three major 5G operators, Zhonghua Telco and Taiwan Mobile and the Far Eastern, <clears throat> They're using the Nokia Ericsson. Both of them is a European company. It's really interesting is uh, if you look at the 5G system uh, provider, actually the major three operator in the Nokia Ericsson and the Huawei, two of them is a European. It's, uh, actually China is not dominant. Actually the Nokia and Ericsson is an alternative you can choose. Regarding for the platform status, I think that is about the same around the world. The Google, YouTube, and Yahoo is the uh, top three of the website in Taiwan. If you look at the food deliver, you know, the food panda and the Uber Eats is dominant. And online shopping website, Shopee and the Luten is, uh, is uh, from Japan, is dominant. And another one, uh, Shopee, as I, people know, is a kind of a Chinese own. Social media company, you can see the Facebook, Instagram, and mobile communication line is a quite dominant. It's almost a 99% of uh, Taiwan people install the line. Then the Facebook Messenger. Very interesting one is a WeChat. The WeChat, although they only have a 20% to 21% of the WeChat, app uh, using by the Taiwanese. But remember that any people living or working study in China, they have to rely on heavily on the Chinese uh, app. Not only WeChat, Weibo, and Baidu, and Taobao, Didi, you know. The reason is that without a Chinese app, it's very difficult to living in or study or working in China. So I think most of the people talking about the platform regulation, I think they quite ignore a particularly important group of the people. If you are always a working, living and study in the China, you have to install you know, the Chinese app. And that is uh, always being ignored by um, most of the people. And that is a, uh, uh, later on in the conclusion, I will mention about this again. Uh, a lot of people, particularly, I, I, I saw the European talking about the GAFAM, you know, Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, or Microsoft. 
uh, kind of the European worry about they are dominated market. And yes, they are dominated market in Taiwan also. Uh, There's not much difference. But the GAFAM is a very different situation in Taiwan and in the other place around the world. The reason is because the Apple, AMD, and the Qualcomm is a TSMC top customer. Apple is a number one customer for TSMC. AMD is a second one. And so in even in the March 2021, the TSMC also manufacturing the CPU chips for Intel. And there is a company called MediaTek. It's a Taiwanese uh, semiconductor design chip company. They are the major chipset vendor since uh, 2020. Uh, it's a uh, number one, uh, bigger than the Qualcomm right now. <clears throat> and Taiwan have an IT company. You know, the five of the major one is uh, the worldwide 90% of notebook is manufactured by the Taiwanese company. 80% of the server for Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft uh, public cloud server is manufacturing by Taiwanese. And two of the three big Google data center in Asia already operation in Taiwan, and the third one is under the construction right now. And also Google have a major hardware R&D hub outside of the US. So you can see the Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apple, and Microsoft is not only dominate the Taiwan company, but at the same time, they are very big customer for Taiwan industry. So I think that is developing the very different policy or the government alternative in Taiwan. In Taiwan, basically the Platform regulation is a kind of the we learn from zero and uh, began to use the traditional regulation to you know um, dealing with uh, the 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 platform um, dominator. For example, in the early days, the Yahoo acquired uh, you know couple of the major uh, portal website and the the, the platform uh, social media platform in Taiwan and also acquire the top e-commerce company in Taiwan too. Uh, who is the dealing with uh, this uh, Yahoo um, acquiring? It's a fair trade commissioning. I think this is very popular in many countries. You know, The first time you always go to the fair trade because of their domination. But somehow the fair trade commissioning is uh, approved them you know, and so the that is the first time we dealing with a platform company and uh, regulations. The second one is uh, Taiwan have a customer protection act. There is a require there is allow the customer you have a fourteen days uh, trial period, but somehow in the twenty eleven the Google Angel Market and Apple iTunes, they don't allow you to have a 14-day trial, you know, for app. 
So the Taipei city government is uh, fighting, you know, stop them and push them to follow the Customer Protection Act, but eventually go to the court. Uh, it's some look like the court is uh, in favor of the Google, and so didn't really push the app. Uh, allow the customer have a 14 day trial. The next one is an interesting one. This happened around the world, the same thing, like Uber. The Uber have a, a operation in Taiwan in, around in the 2015 or 20, something like that. And taxi drivers uh, and cab companies uh, complain. So Taiwan government using the Highway Act revise it and so find the Uber for almost a million of the US dollars. But at the same time, Minister of the Transportation and Communication also revised the regulation about a governing mobile carrier to allow the alternative way to make the Uber have a have an alternative way to run their business in Taiwan. Uh, at the same time, in the year 2000, Taiwan um, began to have a Personal Data Protection Act. And then in the 2018, and Taiwan government tried to comply with the European GDPR. And I know they're still working on it. Your time so, is uh, over, so okay. yeah, I tried. Please yep. wrap up. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this information is not only the prayer problem, and, but also the traditional news media is a problem too. Uh, the major one is uh, CTITV. That is a uh, is a regular news media, and that is uh, making trouble in Taiwan. So it's banned. Uh, they are revenue of their um, license. Uh, in the 2017, we tried to pass the Digital Communication Act, but a lot of people against that because they say there's uh, censorships. So let's come to my conclusion. So in here, you can see that I think uh, to making the um, the uh, platform governance is not only you are talking about regulation to control, you know, the domination of the platform. At the same time, it's uh, talking about the free speech, industry, economy, job opportunity, and national security platform governance is really complicated. So my final say is uh, we have a problem and I believe it's this problem is also around the world the same problem. We know how we can control the, you know, Google, Facebook, Amazon, or Apple or Microsoft, but we don't know how to control, how we can regulate the Chinese app. The problem is that because the Chinese spec usually is that they don't have an office in Taiwan, they don't run the operation in Taiwan. They actually go through the you know the app in your mobile phone. So this is a this is a major issue in Taiwan, particularly for the national security. And what I say is. Uh, this is a really difficult, and I think might be the people is uh, quite naive is thinking about the platform ecosystem. It's just uh, Google, Facebook, Amazon, and, uh, and 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 Microsoft. And I think something is hiding in the dark side. There's a Chinese app. I think that's uh, my conclusion. Thank you very much for your time. 
You've listened to Hate Speech and Platform Regulation, a workshop series by the ITM Münster.